0: Here comes American Pharoah, and he sweeps.
1: Racing, true crime. Every single podcast we do is a business meeting with a specific uh, purpose. In and out, right? I have an MBA, securities licenses, client net worth fifty million dollars. And what that means to you is giving you information you can monetize in a recession. So what we do is we share life lessons. We sell common sense lessons about crime, true crime. We give you information. Wife's been a psychotherapist for 17 years. So we give you information that they do not disclose on oxygen, investigation, discovery, so on and so forth. But we do a sports betting podcast. We've we've had 1500% ROI on, on the three years of that. It's verified, we'll send you the spreadsheets. We document every single uh, short-term investment we make. And the end of it, we get out of it. What you get out of it is money, right? And you get the how-to. We don't just give you a fish, we teach you how to fish. But you learn insight into life, into people to be aware of your surroundings. So you do not make the mistakes Bob Baffert has. And this is Bob Baffert, uh, part two, life lessons for Bob Baffert. We took a break to make money off the pre states right? We gave you money, we gave you the winners of that. So that's four out of five triple crown races. We've given you uh, information so you can put money in your pocket. So ask yourself, what can you listen to that's functional right? That this tangible that you can use the information to make money. And what we get out of it is we've gotten a lot of great feedback, a lot of insight into our games so that we can you never stop learning because life never stops teaching. So when we do the crime podcast, each episode builds on the next. So this links into Bob Baffert part two, but as we go along here, we'll tie everything together from the first podcast because it really, it's all tied in together. It really makes sense. Really, I like the information we have because it really makes sense of the coverage NBC has. It fills in the gaps and it fills in the lies uh, of what's going on. And we got a good visual, that was a good interview. Not wasn't a good interview, but we saw the lies of, uh, that was coming on. Uh, and now I know how to pronounce her, her last name, Estronic. Belinda Estronic. You spelled Estronic, but I kept calling her that. But Estronic, Belinda Estronic. Very interesting interview with her uh, before the quickness. It ties it all in. Also the concept of uh, selective prosecution, right? Uh, so many crimes being committed that you can only prosecute so many crimes. And some people get away with committing crimes and we have to know why and why you can't (laughs) for the most part i can't so another business process we use here is that if you are the smartest toughest guy in the room you are in the wrong room scott he's bringing in a different perspective from new england there's a lot of horse racing stuff going on in new england there's a lot of people stuff going in, in New england and him and i have been around expensive places to live for about 105 years combined <laughs> sounds like in wrestling when they used to say combine weight we're combining years of living and learning from mistakes it's not that we live perfect lives but we've learned from the imperfections the mistakes we make we even have a whole podcast dedicated to our faulty thinking and how to correct it for the next week, which surprisingly enough, Chad and uh, Scott, like it a lot, like a lot of the process. Yep. So Scott, what are your first words? As we talk We get to Bob app for 2015 to now, it really ties in together. What's going on with sports betting. What's going on with payouts. Yep. Football is going to be changing a little bit. Yep. Uh, a lot of things going on, different outlets private outlets are probably going to be more than the public. You know, with DraftKings losing all that money, with losing all that money. Yeah. Uh, so what are your first thoughts?
0: Uh, this is, you know, again, I'll say this, this is phenomenal and great to do. Um, it gives you a lot of insight into the the back ends of horse racing, the behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, and it brings your betting a little bit better because, of the fact that you're going in with all this information that we've given and it's resulted in two triple crown races this year profit, Uh, especially me with the Preakness, not a lot of horses. You know, I I hit the trifecta, I hit some wins, stuff like that. And if you listen, we gave you early voting as one of the horses that could possibly win this. Chad Brown. Chad
1: Brown, you said that Chad Brown had targeted this race. So it was yep. been, Chad Brown. You know, I was looking on Wikipedia. Chad Brown graduated from Cornell. That's yeah. There, there's the value of his education, right there. That he says he targeted to something and it came through. That's what yep. And, but we get. Can- yeah.
0: And the other thing, the other horse we gave you was was the number seven Almanac, and he was ahead from basically beginning to the final stretch. So we we were in good shape to to give you the top two horses. And then he just faded, but we were right on it. We were right on it. So this, this has helped that. And uh, you know, the Belmont's in a couple of two and a half weeks. So of course we'll get everybody up to date on that due time, but Bob Baffert's a a very interesting um, person in the horse racing field. We've, we've, we've documented all highly interested people, interesting people in the horse field. He's in on the camera, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of stuff with him. So.
1: A lot. Oh, and then, oh, yeah. And then um, uh, our last, going to be our last, it's funny how fast things go, but our last horse racing through crime is going to end up being Linda Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Linda Rice. I just hear her name, I laugh, and I'm, I'm fast. <laughs> others are as well. But she ties in, and it's a good word to fit <laughs> Linda Rice. Yep. She ties in uh you know horse racing to sports betting and the murder of uh bonnie and uh not bonnie but honey and barry sherman right yeah this podcast uh the, the stage did their own research yeah um, and to
0: give you and to give you a little preview on her before we go into bob baffert is she's been linked with many, many heavy hitters in the political world
1: and the sports world, so. Right. Um,
0: she's interesting, for sure. Yeah,
1: we were talking for the podcast that if you and I had uh, knowingly, right, like to say, and uh, people knew that Scott or Josh had been injecting horses with troll for 20 years, you and I would be in jail right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Tomorrow. Yep, no question. All right. So, last week we talked about Bob Baffer. Is he here, Bob Baffer, Bob? Who is this guy, Bob Baffer? Uh, and we and we detailed his story, his narrative, to learn from him. Uh, because he, you know, in life, there's only so many outlets you have to learn from people, learn from their mistakes, so, you don't make those mistakes. So, he, he won maybe, I think, one or two Kentucky Derbies, Triple Crown races in 25, 30 years in the industry. And suddenly, from 2015 on, he wins all of them, <laughs> including last year with Medina Spirit, which dies of a heart attack.
0: Yeah.
1: And Medina Spirit, we won 12 to 1 because it was apparent, and, and this is what gets me, right? Let me know your thoughts, Scott. The distance, they have so much power that they disconnect, you and I have to be connected to reality so you know, all the bills get paid on time, you don't have problems, uh, you know, different things. So to get everything paid on time, to have no late fees, to have people breathing down your neck, using I don't know how nice to try to you know, get you outside. Know, somebody accuse you of something somewhere for something. So you have to you have to be on top of this. But these yeah. people are so detached that uh, they escape reality, right? And you're like, how what does that have to do with making money? Well they were so escaped from reality that I the novice, somebody who knows nothing about horse racing, won, spent a hundred dollars, got twelve hundred back, because I knew for a fact that Medina spirit was going to be bite. Mm-hmm. I'm like Josh, how do you know this? Well, it's what our parents told you told us. Don't hang out with the bad kids in the neighborhood because you're gonna Oh, you might not be one doing the trouble, but there's gonna be trouble, and they might accuse you of it. And yep. the other part of it is where there's smoke, there's fire. So this is where I kind of said, Oh, I gotta start looking into this. And it was, and we have uh, the the playing of it in the beginning of the podcast, and I'll get it up in a second, but it is um, American Pearl. And I didn't know nothing, and I wasn't doing the type of research that I'm doing now. And American Pearl wins a contingent. And they immediately go to Saeed, who's the owner. I'm like, oh, this is cool. cool. A you know, little diversity here. guy who, not just a white guy, he's, you know, whoever. He, he was a uh, Kentucky Derby great, so they they interview him, and they're like, oh, Saeed, congratulations on winning the Kentucky Derby, and he's like, you, and I'm like, what is he talking, I did this for you, I'm like, what'd you do, (laughs) you're the owner, you're not the trainer, I mean, you bought the horse, right, I did this for you, I did this for the people, I did this for the people. I'm like, wait a second, man. I was born a day, not yesterday. You didn't do this for the people. You did this because the value of the horse increases with the win at the Kentucky derby. Yes. And I'm like, how full of crap can you be to start spewing stuff like that? People don't care. And this is America, people, horse racing to boot, which is it's about excess, right? The sport of kings that you and I can't buy a, a thoroughbred horse. You and I, Scott and Josh, cannot go to Kingland. Just walk, first of all, security would stop us and say, okay, what's your badges? Why why are you guys not on the list or whatever? Yep. Yep. Go to Kingland, buy a horse, and win the Kentucky Derby. Not everybody can do that. So we know that there's some excesses involved. There's no philanthropy, there's no nothing going on. And this guy's saying, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the people. And I'm like, who is this guy, Saeed? Well, Saeed ends up being a criminal. Involved with illegal sports betting. Yeah. Bought an American for $4 million. And usually the highest of going on a horse is $1.7 He buys it for four. 1 million. And man, Uh Knowing what we know now, is real detail about American pharaoh you think maybe American Pharoah spiked? Because you buy a horse for four million, you gotta make sure you're gonna get that money back.
0: Yeah, and um, double the price, more than double the price of u- a usual horse. Um, again, remember back in those days, the drug, the druggy uh, drug testing of the horses was not as scrutinized as it is now because of what Bob Baffert did last year so you could get away with a lot more back when American Pharaoh won right. than you can now when Rich Strike and Medina Spirit won so keep keep everybody keep that in mind and uh, to tie in this Kentucky Derby with what you were just talking about I am sure the Prince got offers to buy that horse right away after he crossed the finish line Right. right away so that's that's why when you see these horses not running more races and not and being pulled out and stuff like that it's because they've gotten multi-million dollar offers on these horses and i'm sure that that baffert with medina spirit got multi-million dollar offers last year on the horse so and of course he died months later after the derby so um, I'm sure American Pharaoh was drugged as well.
1: Yes, yeah, and Saeed uh, from Egypt, uh, he's currently residing in New Jersey. And right now he is broke. <laughs> but that's what happened to Saeed, the is Bob Baffert. So, why does Bob Baffer have to do this? Right? And we said it was maybe because uh, his new family, his wife, four kids. Uh, grown kid leaves her he's 69 years old and now he has a young kid young kid now i think he's 16. Uh, so he has to pay for college and he has to pay for other private school. Yep. but this is this is where, where it started right 2015 this is the call of america forever <laughs> And it's American Thorough who has taken the lead on the outside. And between horses, and firing line. Northland is one of the players that come in the final furlong. American Thorough, firing line, not done yet. And these two come in the final 16th. Right. (laughs) So that starts the dubious part of it. You know, what's he doing with Zaid? Uh a convicted felon, somebody who has money laundered, uh, was sued for you know $35 million by the government. He had, all right, back to your point, right? Probably this horse was spiked. Zaid has had 30 Bafford horses. So Bob Bafford has had 30 horses with Zaid that have failed drug tests. Oh, boy. So we go back to. We mentioned in a previous podcast, kind of tying together, like Steve Jobs said, connecting the dots. Yep. The George Navarro Jason Service indictment, where we know over six hundred horses that we know about have died. Right. Then he, in the indictment on the FBI wiretap, saying about burying horses. Right. Uh How many horses do you think, you know? Bob, let me put it to you. Based on the evidence, we don't know. When we talk about evidence, and I'm sure it's on the the, uh, episode notes, we're talking about video with corroboration, the contemporaneous documentation, the contemporaneous with corroboration. So I can say whatever I want. Josh, you have a video of it. You said it. Scott can corroborate it. Yes, I was there with Josh. I saw the video, and I can corroborate it. When this got corroborated, right after the after date that Josh did. So that's the evidence we use here. And if you went to court with that evidence, most likely you'll be okay, if it's not rigged, or if there's a selective prosecution involved. Because it's Josh. We go back to Josh and Scott. If Josh and Scott had thirty horses, tested dirty, probably would be walking around freely. But Bob Baffert has. Did NBC talk about any of this when they were saying no. it was running his horses and stuff? No, they were telling you things that are not on NBC. We were going to talk <clears about throat> that. And if you're uh, about Baffert horse, this is what you're dealing
0: And there's one man, one man from Navarro to Baffert that has, has been included in all this, and it's Jason Service. Right. Jason Service was the trainer. From Medina from Medina Spirit last year.
1: Well, what's it with this story, right? Because that's pretty much the Bob Bafford thing. Uh he hanged around with guys like Zaid. And these are test results but like different labs of dirty horses. D- the lifeless in why does this man have to do this? Right? There has to be financial issues involved. Because he would be like Dwayne Wayne Lucas, winning every once in a while, right? Without having all this drama everywhere. D. Wayne Lucas is rich. His grandparents, grandkids are rich. So he can run clean horses and not win every year, but once in a while will pop up and boom, win. This guy was winning every year until he's been mm-hmm. suspended. And then these people on NBC, oh, George, well, Bob Afford needs to be reinstated today. Yeah, Really? keep all these drug tests, the last win in that, because to me it's, it's traumatic, right? People love animals. The yeah. course, and the next year he's dead of a heart attack. You know, that's different. Yep. Talking about mental health, that's not good for people. Because this is supposed to be a distraction. This is supposed to be fun. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I, exactly. And and the one thing that we've mentioned with this Bathford and Prince Zaid um, connection is, I think we've mentioned it before, he probably signed a 10-year contract with him right. when he signed. So that's why he is still connected with this guy. And he really shouldn't be. And the Prince probably has told him.
1: Money. I think he needs the money for the kids. Um, yeah. The yeah. too. They need money. And I think the with the... They have these, these people are like you and I who say, okay, you'll go to the public school. I'll pick you up after school. Maybe I'll drive by the school to make sure it's okay. They're crazy. Yep. Not. not him. He's like, okay, we're going to a private school. We're paying ten thousand dollars a year for you to go. Yep. Great. And, and I
0: think what the prince has directed Baffert in the past is, I don't care what you have to do. We're winning this race. Do whatever you need to do because it it gives them more money, in the till for them. And if they win two either three triple crowns or win a uh, Emirates United Arab, which he did earlier this year. For 18 million, that gives him more money and he can go to his his dad or whoever and say, hey, look, I brought in six million to the to the family, uh, family
1: kingdom this year. Exactly. And this is what makes this is what makes that look really bad. And shame on NBC. Don't talk about Trump anymore. I mean, right. Stuff like this that you're doing makes the Trump stuff look like Penny Annie. Stuff. Yep. Here, right? Uh, I think they call it intellectual integrity. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and not because people are putting money in these horse race They're even really getting out picks on NBC, telling you to pick this horse race, to put money there. They bring in Karnaki from the elections in there. Well, you got to tell people the yeah. whole cool story. And I'm glad we can do this on the podcast. Yep. Because what Scott just said. What we'll makes it look worse is the fact in the indictment that we'll make sure we have links to it on the website and on the episode notes when the indictment hits maximum security test dirty over there where scott just said back for my money maximum security test dirty yep you knew you had a dirty horse and the kentucky racing commission whatever they want to say they let maximum security in the race what is josh that's maximum security so I'm as guilty as
0: anybody else. I bet on Maximum Security, and one
1: day I think it was like ten one, right? Because no because as as, as was not going
0: to win that race. As we've said before, leading up to that race, that whole week, the the question was, do they allow this horse to race? Do they allow him to race? He he got he failed a drug test. Right. Oh, we're going to put him in anyway. Well, right. why are you going? to All of a sudden, go from I don't know if we're going to put this horse into. The horse can race in the field, even though he's failed a drug test. And then after he fails more drug tests, it, you know, it makes the Kentucky Racing Association look just as guilty as Bob Baffert and the Prince or whoever, you know, Bob Baffert, Jason Service, and yeah, that contingent.
1: Back on it, like like I did, you have the maximum security that situation.
0: No question.
1: It's logic and getting close to the truth. Like Elon Musk said, the closer you get to the truth right you can predict that yep. but the truth is that horse was spiked so if you know that horse is spiked then put your hundred dollars on it and if you're like me if you know more about horse racing put a thousand if you don't know anything like about horse meat but you do know in nature put a hundred dollars like me and like, That's why. there is no way that horse was losing that race no chance Okay. You know,
0: in hindsight, in hindsight, you can say it now, but back
1: on well, Derby Day. I, I, I put money on it, right? So I can say yep. it. Put my hard-earned money nobody gave to me for my businesses on that. Yep. All right. Because remember, I'm seeing Zaid, all right? Oh, Zaid's a crook. Zaid's been zooed for millions of dollars. Zaid buys a horse for four or five minutes. Oh, the, the same guy, right? Names and faces changed, but the story's still the same. Well, the names are still the same. Bob Patrick. Yeah, so for American Pharaoh, you go now maximum security, justify. We got to get into justify next week, I'll do it. But then you go into Medina Spirit, and the yeah. spirit dies of a heart attack. So, what is going on? See, I'm glad because you're helping me not say to myself, Am I going crazy? Because <laughs> Medina Spirit, right? That's after maximum security, go Medina Spirit dies of a heart attack. Why is this guy screaming that Bob Baffert should be reinstated? Right. He's killing horses in front of
0: us. The the name is good for the horse racing business. The name, not the person, the name Bob Baffert is good.
1: Under the research, yeah.
0: Yeah. So when NBC says that, they're just basically saying, without saying, if we have the name Bob Baffert in the Kentucky Derby, that make has us get more views, makes more money.
1: Right. We don't
0: care about the person. We want the name. He owns Rich Strike, say. Right. We want that name in the horse in the Derby because if they if he wins, that gives us more of millions of dollars. But he's not in the race. So he's, they're going to the Kentucky, going to the horse racing association. Whoever the heck runs this, runs the horse racing. So put Bob Baffett back in. So He's got NBC on his side now, so if he's got a big major network, he can go to the horse racing association and say, hey, "NBC wants me back in. You want NBC to 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 broadcast your race? Put me back. You know, reinstate me again. Doesn't work like that. You know, well, he should be suspended for a lifetime. He should be gone forever. To be from, in my opinion, this man should not be.
1: In my opinion, yeah, in my opinion, because you know, once you get into you know the morality police into this and that, but what I am into is uh, d- making a clear determination whether you're private or public. Yep. If yep. you're public, right? Then I, I prefer full disclosure. Yes, okay. yes. We do this on a podcast. We give you full disclosure full transparency yep. right because our lane is full, because then we get feedback and we got a lot of great feedback and next week, we told mm-hmm. me the feedback we got it was interesting
0: and um, we've also gotten some feedback that people won money based on our podcast which is 29 last last yeah phenomenal congratulations yep. to that gentleman phenomenal whoever won a gentleman or that
1: that that yep. lady got that money. Congrats. Congrats. to have a good time
0: yeah, positivity in the universe.
1: Right? I yeah. know a lot. So, no.
0: I mean, I mean, you've won, I've won, but twenty nine thousand just on one horse race is phenomenal.
1: Right, phenomenal. No, so keep it private. Say it's private, right? NBC Mike Tirico shouldn't say, "Oh, I'm reporting on this." No, Mike, they're not. I met him like one time. It was a club in Orlando. He thought it was staff. He Gave me this jacket. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna steal this jacket. <laughs> I don't work here. I'm just gonna run out of here because I know this jacket speaks a lot of money. Oh, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Mike Rico. Mike Tarico saying there, uh, he's reporting No, man, they're not reporting. He, he just said, Hey, I'm Mike Rico and I'm doing public relations on the Preakness because now, right. You're helping people out. Nobody cares if he's doing. Nobody cares between reporting and public relations. Yep. Now we know what it is. Now we know this is a show. Like when I go to a to a Broadway show, I know it's a Broadway show, right? It's not based on yep. a story. It's a Broadway show, and nobody right. Broadway shows make a lot of money, right? So it wouldn't hurt Mike to to do that, you know? And yeah. After tells he, he the guy should say this is the sentence the guy should say even though uh, American Pharoah, the other was a criminal corrupt, mm-hmm. even though Naxim uh, security was a horse, Bob Baffert says he doesn't know a spike, but was spiked, tested several times. <laughs> he failed many drug tests, <laughs> right? He on security. And Medina Superior died of a heart attack. Regardless of that, I am of the, the opinion that Bob Baffert should be reinstated. And the fact that Bob Baffert has had 30 known horses at 30. Besides all of that, I feel, in my humble opinion, or not so humble opinion, that Bob Baffert should be reinstated. Like, so, oh. so, so
0: just just so you so people yeah, out I, there are I aware. You
1: too, right? Yeah,
0: NBC probably went to Bob Baffert. Two weeks or a week before the derby and said to them, said to him, We want to interview you. What questions do you want us to ask you? And he told them what questions he wants asked. So he knew what was coming. But that's called a puff piece. They NBC just basically said to him, We're gonna do it, we want to do an interview with you. We want to make you look good. What questions do you want us to ask? And that's and that's how that happened. And then Tariko added on to it by saying he needs to be reinstated, that's not the right message to send because now what NBC is saying is, go ahead, drug your horse. Win the Kentucky Derby, drug your horse. We don't care whether, what happens with the horse down the stretch. See, I'm, I'm an animal lover, I care about that stuff. You should never drug a horse, never. Never drug any animal at all. So to me, it's just, it's unforgivable that you cheat the other 19 horses and owners and jockeys in that race because you want to make a quick buck.
1: That's it's, just the way I look at it. Yeah, they shouldn't be picking. The way I look at it, they shouldn't be picking races. They should not use the word reporting because that's a fraudulent word. Yeah. They're not reporting. You guys exactly. are, are PR reps. That's what you guys are, right? Those yep. yep. Reporting here is really PR. Exactly. Um, a disservice. Exactly. Then uh Belinda Stronich comes on there or Strani comes on there the question they ask her is you're not moving a Preakness to Toronto she's like no I'm not you know uh and a lot was missing from that a lot was missing from that it it should have been okay now you have the business from your dad how are you going to improve the horse racing uh, industry yeah uh, what are you guys doing about the spiked horses? And then if it was me, I would have been, okay, I'm, I'm a citizen reporter here. What I'm gonna ask uh, Belinda is, Stronic, based on what we've done on the podcast, uh, so on and so forth, I'm gonna say um, two things, Belinda. I would ask that question, right? What are you gonna do for spiked horses? What kind of a lab? Who's the lab we have here at the Preakness and how do we get the results from the lab? And isn't it a good idea for the horse industry to police itself? Yes. Are you guys making enough money that you guys don't use one penny of taxpayers' money in a recession and inflation uh, to regulate horse racing industry and regulate spike horses and re- regulate the farms and so forth
0: and, and and do not forget well two points with, with her one, one is she's one of the few people that have the wherewithal to make changes in the horse racing business right because of what she owns and, and how much and the second thing is that horse racing industry made millions and millions if not billions of dollars on the kentucky derby so there is money that they don't even know they have that could make some changes, and they would still profit from the Kentucky Derby. Oh, you know, yeah.
1: Well, and that's the he's sitting thing. You see anything on three point one billion dollars? Billion those, he Yep. To make a penny her whole rest of her life. Yep. So if somebody accident yeah, home and do some reporting. Hey, let's do some reporting. Let's do something to help the taxpayers. It makes a lot of sense. She can pay. And those people on the board just want to be on those boards. They're making money somewhere else. They'll be on those boards for $5,000, which is like five-tenning. Right. $5,000, $5, and you get a free dinner every three months at the at the horse. <laughs> racing right? Or, or the leftovers from the track from the gate. you bring it over the leftovers, which is good, and bring them to the horse racing meeting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just – something that NBC did with Baffert just puts a black mark on the sport of horse racing. It it just does. It's just, it does not help the horse racing industry one bit to do any kind of story on Bob Baffert at all, at all. Don't, don't do anything on him. He's not part of the Kentucky Derby, except he sold some horses to some other, some people to run in the race. That's the only way he has a connection. I think there's
1: nothing wrong with educating the people true true and, true, and true. You? if you're not going to educate don't put them on but
0: exactly so
1: i totally said, agree we don't care we'll do our own research and make the money and everybody can be fooled and we'll go the other way and make money well, but, uh,
0: um so we're coming down the end and we got uh linda rice next week and then probably a, a preview of the belmont in a couple of weeks, I right. uh, hope everybody is enjoying this because this is this is phenomenal stuff. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Right. Um, you know, Bob Baffert's an interesting guy that we just covered the last two two out of three episodes. So um, you
1: never think you, know, hope, you would never think the way he presented.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't. You didn't know the full Bob Baffert until you listen to this. Now you know a little bit more about him
1: right. and his, his how
0: it's handling the right. horses. So. You
1: know They're again, I mean, a kid at a late age. Not, I'm not telling you not to do it, but you're going to be presented with the issues Bob Bassett's presented, yeah. And, 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 and again,
0: and again, the hits on, on this and the people listening to it is, is just great. That means people are, are interested in, and want to learn more about horse racing, betting, stuff like that. So, and you know, our, thank you to everybody, or
1: use our, our experience or you know, our experience. To process information that's out there, but it's not being given. Yes. It's out there because we don't just get it from it. We get this from public reports, sometimes public records. You go to the local courthouse and you get some information. Exactly. Right. But it's out there. So we'll go Linda Rice, we'll go Belmont Stakes. And then after that, uh, it's going to be pretty much a football podcast, but it's going to be. It's going to be good. I think Scott's going to like it, too. Uh, corruption in the NFL. related to from the beginning and into this present day, to kind of set up what's going to go on with the season. The corruption. Maybe Jim will get on that podcast. That, that'll,
0: podcast. that'll be a years-long thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We'll sprinkle it in. It, yeah. It, if, you know, the the PIGS podcast we do, the Hawthorne yeah. podcast. Absolutely so we always Absolutely. close all the information we give is for free when you give one you get ten back we like the feedback we get tips we get to make money ourselves i make money in the beginning of major opens Give some feedback somebody listening to the podcast game so listen churchill said you make a living from your labor but you make a life from what you give thank you for listening to the espc podcast network that's why this Ford Cove costs
0: $800, and that costs $200, and I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed of work. that's why I'm
1: worth it to and roll my like funds.